Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. I am Moses Wartooth and I am here with Justin Allen. And as always, we got news, we got stories, we got a little bit of everything. So Justin, start us off. What are we watching today? Okay, man. So uh, you know, we're starting to try to start off everything with a little more. <laughs> I don't want to say lighthearted because the situation's not lighthearted. <laughs> a little more. Yeah, it's, can't even really call entertaining? it entertaining. Up, I guess entertaining, entertaining, entertaining is, is right. Yeah. I mean, no, no one died. That is that is so true. That is true. That's then it's, it's, it's qualifies entertainment. Doesn't have a bad ending. Yeah, no one got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> people made money. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, I'm a little skeptical on flying <laughs> after reading this story. Yeah, yeah. So recently, an Alaskan Airlines uh, flight, man, they were, uh, I believe they were, if I remember right, they were taking off from Vancouver and going to Portland, or it might have been vice versa. But uh, in the middle of the flight, a panel, like literally an entire side, like those little like squarish rectangular, uh, rectangular, rectangular slides little or whatever. Emergency exit door. Thing. Yeah, it just rips right off <laughs> in the middle of the flight, and like they're they're already at like a pretty high altitude and everything, right? Like this is not like just took off; it yeah. fell off. And um, been going smooth. People are probably <laughs> they got their headphones in, kind of all relaxed. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah they're, they're. I think they were at cruising altitude already. Like, and. Um, so the pilot calls it in, like, fuck, you know, freaking out, probably. I mean, yeah. I think the pilot was actually like, really calm, but I mean, I'm sure, like, that's happening. I mean, they're supposed to, but on the inside, they were like, <laughs> fuck, Jesus. Fuck, 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 fuck. Come on. <laughs> and so, uh,. <coughs> I don't know. I was going to make a 9 11 reference there. I don't know if that's appropriate. But, anyways, <laughs> all I'm going to say is they got fucking recordings of, like, the fam, uh, the members on the flights calling their families. Cell phones don't work at fucking 35,000 feet. But anyway, so, <laughs> you know, like, whatever. So, but anyway, um, so this plane, like, literally, I think it, I think it might have been, like, the emergency exit door, but it was, like, the entire panel just rips off, like, once they hit cruising altitude, man. It just goes. Yeah. And the pilot calls it in. It's like, hey, like, an emergency, like, whatever. Drops to 12,000 feet, if I remember right. And then it takes them 35 minutes to land. All right, so that if when you look at like the images and watch all this stuff, man, I mean it is literally there's a chair right there by like this huge open door, yeah, right? Yeah, because you know like whenever you're whenever you're sitting by that door, they ask you, they're like, are you because you're in charge of the yeah. operating the door if shit hits the fan? Yeah, it's like Gandalf giving the ring to Frodo <laughs> to go destroy the mortar. Like, do you accept this responsibility? Yeah, you know, like you might have to help people off this plane if something goes wrong. But uh, yeah, dude, and it, you got to think too, like it's that's like. The Northwest, man, like high up Northwest, and it's January, so it is just cold, cold as, shit. as <laughs> hell up there, dude. And so these people just like hold on for like thirty five minutes, man. And I can't remember if it was like one kid, like one woman got a like severe like windburn, understandably, man. I mean, they wouldn't. Well, I guess at that point they were probably like, "Do not move at all. You were locked into your seat type shit. Yeah, they didn't I mean, want to yeah, move around, you. So yeah, you. I think that's enough pressure, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like, you probably even, like, undo your seat, but, like, you're gone. Like, you're sucked out or whatever. Yeah. But do you want to play the video that we have about it, man? I know. Yeah, let's play the video. There's a, uh, just so we can see the damage, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a sudden gaping hole ripped through the side of an Alaska Airlines flight, and at least airlines are already reporting that they found loose parts and bolts in the same door panels. And as more details emerge, it's worth asking two questions. How bad could this have really been? And where the heck is Pete Buttigieg? Joining me now, retired Air Force and United Airlines pilot, Scott Patillo and Horace Cooper, chair of Project 21. Scott, um, take that first question. 
People are saying, Old oh, Buttigieg. all's well that ends well. But, well, that's true. But how bad could this have been? Laura, it, it could have been much worse than it was. We got very, very lucky with this particular incident that the door came off at 16,000 feet. <laughs> we got lucky the door came off at 16,000. Um, it would have been an explosive decompression. Yeah. Flight attendants would have been out of their seats. Passengers would have been unbuckled. And uh, it would have ended very, very badly for anybody that was up and about in that airplane. And so, uh, so does that mean people, God that mean damn, people brother. Been sucked out of the plane because of the depressurization uh, if you hadn't been buckled in? High, highly possible. Uh, up at up in 30, 38,000 <laughs> feet That's a hell of a way with the go, uh, pressure differential. If you were anywhere near that, uh, anywhere near one of those seats and you weren't buckled in, there's a high probability you could have been extracted from the aircraft. That is correct. That's a Horace. Uh, we hear this story, and they're still looking for some of the bolts, we understand, that they can't find. Um, <laughs> if I flew out the <laughs> fucking plane, what are you going to find those? But at least, you know, they're meeting their diversity goals, I guess, in Boeing, because they ah, say yeah, our yeah, goal yeah, was yeah, to achieve about diverse that. <laughs> interview slates for at least 90% of managers and executives in their openings, and they bragged that they exceeded that target, with 92% of interview slates being diverse, resulting in... 47% diverse hires at the management and executive levels. Now, Horace, we can't link the diversity efforts to what happened. And, you know, that would you know, take an exhaustive investigation. <sighs> That's a bold statement, lady. She says they can't link them. Is excellence what we need in airline operation? Yeah, probably so. Okay. So, all right. So we'll talk about like the, this panel getting ripped off a little bit more, and then we'll go on to like the Pete Buttigieg and the FAA, FAA. stuff. Yeah, because that's definitely something that we do need to talk about. <clears throat> but God, so I guess uh, they only made, if I heard it right, they only made it sixteen thousand feet. Yeah, yeah. And from, I mean, I don't that guy's credentials, um, one hundred percent. But from what the way he made it sound was like, if you're at cruising altitude to like thirty five. <laughs> excuse me, 30, 35 or whatever, um, you're fucked, man. Like, if a door comes off, like, that's going to be, like, that's an in, in-game right there, you know? But, um, damn, dude, could you imagine being sucked out of a plane like that? That's got to suck ass, dude. I know, like, on our, um, what, what was it, the last episode, the one before last, we did, um, oh, no, it was our uh, Cannibal Christmas special. Oh, about the plane crash? Yeah, the plane crash in the Andes and stuff that like tail, that. The whole tail. <laughs> yeah, and off. eight people get sucked yeah. out instantly. Jesus Christ, dude. That's going to be so terrifying. Because you know you're like, unless you get hit in the head or something, like you're pretty much conscious for the entire thing, man. And it's like, yeah, dude. But like, you're going to you're gonna freeze. It's going to be immediately cold as hell. Yeah, dude. And then you're going to be falling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to your death, yeah. dude. Like... Oh my God! Imagine man. if you somehow survived but just fell into the ocean, you'd still die in the like eventually. But I wonder if anybody's like survived just falling out of a plane. I've heard supposedly there is like a very few like supposedly that's not a totally impossible feat to like fall a, out of an airplane and survive. Like a skydiver who like their parachute didn't open. That has happened. Yeah. Really? Like how the fuck, dude? Because if I, I fall know. five feet, I'm like literally rolling on the ground. Like oh fuck. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, I, what I is going on? I don't on? know, man. I think that's just, like, oh one of those wasn't, wasn't your time to go type things. Like, yeah, like, some, like, higher power, like, intervened or whatever, yeah. you know. It was like, nope, not today, brother, you yeah. know. Letting Jesus take Jesus the wheel. Jesus like, Christ. Were... Speaking of that, would you ever jump out of a plane? Yeah. Mm, 
brother. I want to. I, I, I like. I paid the money to go skydiving. Went what? To the really? Fu- yeah, dude. I you went. never told me this story? Because it didn't fucking happen. Oh, I, I, well. I paid the money, went to the airport. It was too windy, so they had to cancel the fucking thing. Did you get refunded, though? Yeah, I got refunded. That's good. But Damn, but I was pissed because I was sick. like... You were really going to go through with it. Yeah, I mean, I... I, once I pay the money, and you're not, <laughs> you know how I'm about money, like <laughs> yeah, 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 like just like super, like I don't want to call you cheap, but frugal is the nicer. Frugal term. is the nicer yeah. term. Yeah, yeah, the absolutely. Cheap ass, cheap ass, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ass motherfucker. <laughs> that is me for sure. But um, yeah, man, like uh, I don't, I don't know if I could do the skydiving shit, man. To be honest with you, like I mean, were you like nervous? Were you like, are we just like totally cool about it? No, I mean, I'm afraid of heights, so. So you just like basically pushing your like psyche to the limit. Yeah, right? well, like I have a, I don't like climbing mountains and shit. I, I can do all that stuff. Fly, like flying in planes doesn't bother me at all. Roller coasters, I don't care about. But like being on the, whenever I feel like there's an immediate danger of me actually falling, falling yeah, that's like you're not like, in control. Like I don't like fucking ladders, but I'll go ride a roller coaster or fly in an airplane. Really, it's like, that's weird. weird. Yeah, like because a ladder, dude, that shit's uncertain. <laughs> Like, yeah. I've been well, a, I told you earlier, I fell like five feet. I was in like a small ladder, and like, yeah. that's how I fell. I was like, God damn! And I was like rolling on the ground. Yeah, like, I've, I've been in a cherry picker before. That shit was terrifying. I was like holding on to both fucking. Really? Head. Yeah, dude. What's funny is because none of that shit bothers me. But really? like the jumping out of the plane, roller coasters, fuck that. Not doing that. So we're like the total opposite. Yeah, we're literally like total <laughs> opposites on that shit, dude. Like if you and I were sitting in a plane, like ready to jump out, like I would be having a panic attack dude like i would be freaking the fuck out dude like i'm definitely taking a xanax before i go yeah. up there dude like where i just get fucking loaded on like booze and xanax and just like get up there where just i just like just don't push, give just push you out of the plane yeah. like you don't even know my fat ass strapped to like 110 pound dude come on boy let's do this he's like he's dead weight oh shit oh fuck he literally fell asleep as they were falling he fell asleep <laughs> you wake up like gotta get down here <laughs> you know and it's like i mean i know like you know this this uh alaskan airlines I'm, incident because it's not a crash by yeah. any means incident like i bet it's fucking terrifying dude oh for sure like man. if that shit happened on a flight that i was on i don't know I, I don't think that it would actually bother i mean i would be like what the fuck yeah for sure but like i mean i've been in the back of c-130s when they've opened the tail like in flight and yeah, shit. but that was planned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that key, fa- but it's just like the psych, like the psychological, like you know, aspect of like you sitting here, you're looking out, and like holy fuck, there's that ground. It's way below. Like that doesn't really bother me all that much. Now, if I'm getting sucked out or if I'm jumping out, that's <laughs> I mean, a different fucking if I'm story. In that emergency <laughs> exit seat, and that whole fucking panel comes off, I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> this motherfucker's coming around. I'm, I never really even thought about it, but the flight attendants are always like, they ask you, like, you know, to basically, like, do you accept this responsibility? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's some, like, epic quest you're going to go on or whatever. And then everyone just, like, nonchalantly brushes it off. You have you have to be over 13 to sit in that seat. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a that's on the window or whatever I've seen. Oh, but okay. I've, I've sat in that seat before, and I always tell them, yeah, because I'm loaded. I'll be like, oh, I'm not responsible enough. Yeah. But realistically, uh, I'm saving myself, first off. I'm immediately jumping yeah. off the plane, and anyone else, fuck you. Like, I'm the most own, important man. thing on this plane. Self-preservation. <laughs> That's why they tell you to put your own mask on first, man. Yeah. Like, you got to get out of there. Do you think that shit from Fight Club is true, where it's like, like O2 gets you kind of high and that's why they just want you to do it. I mean, obviously you need oxygen and stuff, but apparently like, it, like oh, it calms to like you calm down. you down. Yeah, you I'm think it's sure that plays some sort of role yeah. in that whole scenario. I'd be like, bro, load that shit with fucking nitrous. Let's do this shit. 
I'd be in there like, listen to some techno and shit. I'll fucking, hell, I'll drive this thing into the ground myself. Like, you know, I'll go out with a fucking bang. Wow, 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 wow. Just kick your seat back all the way. Be jamming out. All of a sudden, I don't really give a fuck about any of this shit because I don't even know what fucking reality is. We're still flying. That would be kind of nice. You know what I mean? Like, if it was like inevitable, they just pump it with like nitrous or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. There's probably some ethical. Legal. I mean, like, probably not everyone wants the nitrous, so just get like, hurry, run to the bathroom. Start huffing it back there. Oh, dude, uh, speaking of planes, man, this is like a complete sidebar, completely off track of everything we're talking about, um, or plan on talking about at least. Um, freaking, so we've been writing so much stupid shit, like, well, crazy shit, like, for our shorts and stuff, that I'm literally starting to have dreams about stuff. <laughs> okay, like, I'm literally like, oh, like... It's like stuff that we don't even discuss. Like my brain is just starting to like think of crap, right? And one of them, uh, I started thinking. I was like, man, like what are things that are legal that should be illegal, right? And I had, <coughs> I had like this like, I don't like well this dream, but it was so vivid, man. <laughs> that like you and I were getting on a plane. And then I like I always have like a rolling suitcase for like a carry on or whatever because I don't use backpacks or whatever. Mm. And uh, freaking um. I just had like this, you know, this dream of this guy, this TSA agent, like, you know, he's searching my stuff or whatever. Like, oh, just random, normal, like, hey, I just got to look through your stuff or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, cool. You got randomly picked. <laughs> and he unzips it and he opens it and it's just a piece of paper and on it has written, don't be a hero. <laughs> and then he looks up and he, I'm giving him like a thousand yard stare. Just like staring through him. <laughs> but there's like nothing in the suitcase. But like, what one, what would happen to you? And two, like how terrifying does that have to be for that guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not illegal, I guess. It's not a threat. No. It just says, you know, don't be a hero. Should, but... I, sh- I would be like, oh, my my wife left me an encouraging note to open up when I got to my oh, destination. Oh, you know? like, <laughs> well, how nice. <laughs> oh, you see those videos, like, too, like, where, like, TSA agents find, like, embarrassing things. Like, they'll find, like, a dildo or something yeah. like that. They'll be like, whoa, what the fuck? You know? Like... <laughs> But anyway, so to bring it all back to like airlines and stuff like that, the FAA. Oh my God. So this falls under Pete Buttigieg, which is the secretary of the Department of Transportation, former, I believe, presidential candidate, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, so uh, they have made some interesting statements in their recruiting, actually. Yeah, th- this is what the um, to get employees. woman was talking about as far as like... In the video before it ended, she was mentioning like the new lax regulations on the hiring process yes. of what kind of people they're hiring. I don't, even, I don't even know if they're relaxed. They're almost more extensive. Like they're specifically targeting like very True, like, like for diversity niche crowd of freaking people. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I guess they're you know trying to be more diverse or whatever. Um, Which again, diversity is fine, but whenever it comes to life and death of other people, I kind of think there needs to be a line drawn somewhere on that. I mean, there's just like some things like, I'm just a firm believer, like, let the best person get the job, man. Exactly. The most qualified, like 100%. Now, I mean, you do have to make like guidelines, exceptions, like for people, like, you can't be like, oh, just because you're in a wheelchair, like, I cannot allow you to do a job that you could obviously can do yeah you know what i mean but it's like you need to have the credentials you need to have like the work experience the work ethic like all this other stuff to fill that role like it should not just be based on but to hire someone solely for their diversity yeah it's crazy and it was like you know these airlines like they were coming out because the airlines a private company started talking about this like what a year or two ago yeah like way before now the faa is like taking a stance because the federal government with their pilots and shit right yeah 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 and they were like hey we're gonna hire like 
X well, number of pilots based on ethnic divert uh, yeah. their ethnicity, right? They ba- and they basically lowered the qualifications to allow yes. other people who happen to be not white. Dude, I mean, it's like, bro, if I want to, be in. if I want to go to fucking Boko Raton, dude, I. I, you know, I, I want to get. I want, I want a responsible. Pilot. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what color they are. I want a dude that was bombing Saddam, <laughs> like yeah. you know, in the early two thousands. You know, he's got thousands can... of hours logged on the plane. <laughs> easily, easily handle like a seven thirty seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you know, yeah. like flying like F 16s like fucking barrel rolls and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll hand the guy that just does a simple like up and down. Like I'll take that guy all day, man. Like you know, with that freaking hardcore experience, man. And I don't know. I just don't. That's just that, a, that's, that's a major safety issue. Yeah, and it's just like it's horseshit. And I it's, mean, it's and it's a liability. It's really what it is. That, like it's a liability. Too. Yeah, and man. you can't tell me that those people, like the people that decided that that was going to be the new norm, are they going to fly on the plane that they hired? Those <laughs> no, people, those people got they got private they jets. They got private man. jets. Yeah, and they probably vet those fucking pilots oh, and meet them. 100%. Those are the guys who flew in Desert Storm and shit. <laughs> yeah. Those are the guys who were the private jet. <laughs> those are the dudes that help topple governments, like yes. in the Middle East. Yeah. You know, they're like, <laughs> you can safely fly me yeah. to Miami. <laughs> yeah. But you two stupid honkies get on that fucking flight, <laughs> like with Alaskan yeah. Airlines, and watch this shit get Be ripped like, off. You know, first flight, whatever. I'm, I'm sure he can manage. God damn, dude. I don't know, man. I just, I don't agree with that. Like. I just, I, oh, I, I don't know, man. You know, like, I'm not for, like, discrimination by any means whatsoever. No, but you need to be qualified for the you job. be qualified so, for like, the job. <laughs> we haven't even read the statement, and we're already, like, fucking ranting about it. No. You want me to go ahead and just read this go statement, man? Like, so they at least know what we're talking yeah. about. So this is from the FAA. This is what they're doing, right? Uh, uh, this one. Okay. So it just says, targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government, as a matter of policy, has identified for special emphasis in recruiting and hiring. The FAA's website states they include hearing, vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability, and psychiatric disability, and to include also dwarfism. So there's one thing that got me complete paralysis. Yeah, like how are they supposed to check my bags? How are they gonna? Like, <laughs> I, 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 okay, I, I, so I, I, what? What if? Well, that's, in- T- that's TSA. Okay, right. So like, so- <laughs> like, so like we're talking FAA air traffic controllers, like everything like falls like underneath the pilots, the air crews. <laughs> I see you trying to contain yourself. How do I go check my bags? Like, uh, that's a... How is the air... We're going to just edit that out. So, uh... A complete, we don't edit shit here, all right? No, we don't. Yeah. Let's go in. A complete, a completely paralyzed man is. Like, what are the honestly? What can I they do? Be laughing. I know, but what, what can the they, fuck, what dude? What can they do? <laughs> I mean, like, fuck. okay, if, if if you're missing a hand or you're missing a leg, you can do shit. That's fine. Look at Stephen Hawking, man. He made it down to Epstein's Island all the fucking time, apparently, dude. True, he was. They're very down capable there and qualified people, man. When they just... want to be, it's all a scam. They're tricking people. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but there's obviously issues with this, severe right? Severe like, intellectual disability. Like, what, what does that mean? I don't know <laughs> like, what that dude, means. I, uh, I, I'm laughing because it's so bonkers, man. And again, because the scenarios are playing is, in my head. Yeah, dude. it just seems very unsafe. Not because, like, I have no problem with these people working. It's just 
I want to make sure that they don't harm other people and just their like a liability. Just put like yeah, yeah, just put in a situation. It's just like should you have someone who has vision impairments like working as an air traffic controller telling when planes to land, you know, like and where and all that shit. I don't think that's a good idea. You know what I mean? And then also like what if we parlay this shit? What if you have a combination of disabilities? Like what if you are completely you suffer from complete paralysis and you have vision like vision issues like you can't see. So what the fuck are you and you're do? deaf. <laughs> and you're deaf. Like so just really throw you a curveball. Because you sure as fuck have to hire that guy after this statement, you know what I mean? What? Okay, so or else like, he's gonna sue your ass. Someone with dwarfism, they could they could they could sure, be a, yeah. they could be an air traffic no. controller. Like there's no issue with that. They could sit on some phone books and be good to go. <laughs> God like, damn bro. Psychiatric disabilities, like what what if they're that, yeah. that is a very broad <laughs> spectrum. Yeah, man. what are you yeah, schizophrenia? Like who knows? That what if they just see shit? They could be like, Yeah, don't land here or like you're gonna crash. I mean, I've known people that have had schizophrenia that take antipsychotic and they function in society totally fine no issues about it but it's still it's like but do you want that person controlling thousands of souls that are flying in the air in some capacity and it is a well like a lot of times those people which we're all guilty of doing sometimes stuff but like okay for instance <laughs> somebody may they may wake up one day and be like i'm not taking my fucking medication today oh like, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of people yeah. that do that shit i got a, i got a cousin man he's like a severely bipolar and stuff mm-hmm. Totally cool, well grounded. You know the guy. Totally cool, well grounded. Everything's fine, dude. Skips his medication. Yeah, loses. Completely it. different person, mm-hmm. man. Like, and a lot of times they'll goes like, off the rafters. You'll, th- you'll they'll be like, I'm not taking this shit anymore. It's bad for yeah. me. And then yeah. they'll just get on a thing, and you and they you start don't becoming know. delusional and believe yeah. things and yeah. stuff. And they'll make things up in their head, and it becomes like the truth for them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dude. It, it, it. Oh God. Yeah. He's doing good though. He's doing good. <laughs> yeah, I hear he's about to apply for the FAA. I mean, he's probably gonna get it according to this. <laughs> But the thing is, the, the problem <laughs> is these, if the person gets hired solely on their merits of having a negative connotation to themselves versus their actual ability to perform a job or their skill set yeah. or their experience. But also, like, I think fundamentally at its core, for me at least, I think that, like, if you are awarded something or receive something on the basis of something that you basically had no control over right like the way you were born in some shape form or fashion mm-hmm. i think it's horseshit like i think like to give someone a job like all right let's just because it seems like we're attacking like the differently abled which is totally not the case man like but no it's only in the pos- it's only yeah. when they're given positions that could harm other people <laughs> yeah so let's like really throw a curveball bring in the racial racial aspect right and uh so let's say like <laughs> like this seems like it's going like a really bad direction but it's all good we're, we're going full circle it's gonna make <laughs> sense uh so let's say that like you know someone got a job because they were white right mm. That's obviously clearly fucked up to some degree, right? Happens obviously, all the time. yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would say, to some degree, like entirely, it is fucked up, man. Yeah. And so I just think, like, when you see things, are like, wow, like we did this for this person, like we have diversity and in, in, like inclusion, like some of our like employees are like transgender, like they're like whatever, like insert whatever fucking dynamic. It's just horseshit. I want to know where do they get their education, man? Like, where do they get their qualifications? Like, what were their grades? Yeah, I mean, if they if they do stack up evenly or better to a sure. straight white dude, then yeah, give them the fucking job. Sure. Like, who cares? If that's really what you care about and that's really what you're behind, then fuck it. Like, have fun, go to town, man. But I mean, I'm sure there's plenty. That's of... never the case, dude. I mean, it's probably the case sometimes. I mean, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure there's a 
epileptic dwarf that is smarter than me on certain jobs, and he's more qualified than I am. So <laughs> like, I had to like blink that. and like think about that for two <laughs> seconds. Like those are like a few words in the English language that I've never heard strung together <laughs> in one sentence. <laughs> so you know, but I don't know. I want. <sighs> You know, I, it just it just has me concerned. I guess is what we're coming. I think it has us both concerned. But you know, I mean, whatever. It's just a typical like liberal <laughs> government pandering. That's all it is. It is. You know what's funny is like they actually don't even hire anyone like based on these demographics that they were talking about. And they're just like, oh no, we just said it because we're doing the right. They just thing. put it on their website you and know? don't ever do anything. About yeah, it. <laughs> like oh, we made a flag. Whatever, it's good. We passed like out pins. Pride Month when every company switches their shit to rainbow yeah. and they just act uh, like it never happens. There's a couple of companies that refuse to do it. Yeah. Oh, I still I, shop there. I think uh, Audi, like the car companies, one of them. Oh, really? Yeah, because like all the car companies do it, but Audi is like the one company. I, I think it's Audi that's never done it, and they're just like, "Fuck no, we're not doing that." It's stupid. <laughs> like, all right, cool. But anyway, the uh, this for me at least uh, the most interesting part is the FAA. Uh, well, not the FAA. Sorry, uh, the Secretary of the Department of Transportation, uh, Pete Buttigieg. I just don't like this guy, man. Like, something about him, like, when he was running for, like, president and everything like that, like, I just, I did not get, I'm a qualified vibe off of him. And he bowed out, like, early on, too. And which is, like, God damn it, this is how they always do it, man. <laughs> so, so, so it's literally, it was a payoff. It was like, hey, like, you, if you bow out of this race, I'll make you, you know, Secretary of the Department of Transportation. And, of course, he took the gig. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I would take it. Prior to that, you're basically like nameless, faceless. Like, like you don't like, really have shit. I feel I'm. That's it's it's a good scam. Like because it first is. off, you get you Pe- get all that fame and notoriety for running, and then yeah. you know you're not going to do it anyway. So then you just take a payout, and then you still win in the end. Like it's a yeah. it's a win win situation. <laughs> yeah, There's dude. No, I mean, because so, what do you have? You don't have anything to lose either. So who cares? Yeah, and so he. I mean, he gets like. He gets kind of shit on. I think it's, you know, rightfully due or whatever, man. Because he, I don't know, he just didn't seem like a very competent fucking dude to me, man. But one thing I did kind of appreciate or whatever, like, I thought it was funny. And just to go ahead and give some background, like, I'm not homophobic by any means, you know? Like, one of my good cousins is, like, married to a dude, like, 100%, like, totally cool with it. But watching Pete Buttigieg's, uh, Buttigieg make out with his husband well kiss make out essentially is what I saw <laughs> his husband on the debate stage was fucking hilarious because America was not prepared for that <laughs> like, you know? and what was funny is like I think I was like actually getting some drinks from the kitchen and coming back into the living room and like my friends were there and then I saw it and I was like whoa shit that guy's gay <laughs> like, I, I didn't even know up until like that moment it just threw me off I was like what the fuck like you know? <laughs> so but I don't know you know Fucking uh, gays always be wilding out, man. Speaking of that, you know, there's actually a funny story that I have from our local town. I don't think I've told you about yet. Um, there is a local watering hole that we have, and I like to call it the... It is the divest of dive bars, okay? And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I like to call it the last stop on the road to hell. And that's essentially what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> like, uh, let's put it this way... Uh, Nobody with any real ambitions go there. <laughs> so, but in this establishment, um, not that it matters that they're lesbians, but there there is a group of lesbians that essentially, uh, you know, have the same table, 
every night of the they week. They claim their spot. Every night. Like, literally, like, seven days a week. You know, it's just like, all right, cool. And just, I'm doing this to paint a picture for you guys. I'm not doing this to be mean by any means or whatever. But they're more of, like, the, um, I don't know, more like, the dominant, like, I don't want to say die. They look like type. dudes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And <laughs> so the the ringleader, to paint a picture of what's happening here, the ringleader is like six foot three or some shit. So bigger than us. Yeah. <laughs> she uh she shoulder checked me one time and I about flew into the side of the wall. I felt that shit or whatever. <laughs> but uh so anyway, and you know, they're fine. They you know, they they're their own group of people. I don't I don't know them, so no problem whatsoever. And I you know, I sit with my people or whatever, like we're on the complete other side of the building. But like, you know, we're sitting there or whatever. because, uh, you know, straight dudes, lesbians don't really get along. But what's interesting is like whenever like a girl comes in for whatever reason, whatever whenever, you know, she may be down on her luck or whatever stumbles in <laughs> stumbles in or like whatever horrible events led to that moment of her arriving at that fucking last stop to hell. I almost want to say the name of the place, but I won't. Whatever. <laughs> it's too much of a small town. So like uh so these the lesbians actually become I call them predators, like vultures. And it's literally what it is. And it becomes like this competition thing. So you'll see like where I sit, where it's just like normal, like straight dudes that you could just imagine straight dudes in a dive bar or whatever. And they're like, Oh, you know, like typical, like, Hey, let's go talk to this girl. We're like, see how yeah. she looks or whatever. And then, but they're doing the same thing too at their table. So it becomes this natural, like competitiveness that occurs or whatever. And there's like riffs or whatever. So I guess like, you know, they kind of just, hate on us or whatever but anyway this is all gonna make sense at some point folks <laughs> like just bear with me <laughs> so the ringleader was six so i guess what i was trying to say is like there's a lot of attitude from that table like crazy attitude uh but the ringleader man like the, the really really tall girl and it's not just i mean she's built like a linebacker dude like i mean it's it's a real thing like she's ready to fight yeah 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 <laughs> and uh so uh she um one day and i don't know what started this i don't know how this happened there was another girl with her friend in there whatever there was altercation so the ringleader um gets into an altercation with this other girl right and uh basically same demographic as you can imagine and they're going at it right and it's about to get like real physical and at this point like the entire establishment has like formed like a gladiator circle like it is the coliseum right (laughs) (laughs) and uh my buddy my good friend of mine he uh he actually listens to the show so he's probably gonna be laughing about this um People start like chanting and cheering, like, ooh, yeah, like, you know, cat fight, yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Fight, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally like high school all over again, yeah. right? Because, um, I don't know, it's just what you do, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> the freaking, uh, tables kind of start to move out of the way and stuff like that. Chairs move out of the way or whatever. And people are like chanting stuff. And then my buddy from behind me, all I hear is, grab her dick. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? And then he says, twist it. <laughs> and then he starts chanting, grab her dick, twist it. And then other people start going in. So there's like this whole corner of like straight. It's not all of us, but it's some of us are like people I don't even know. They're just like, grab her dick, twist it or whatever. And it's just like, oh, my God, dude. So I don't know. But I just, I just want to tell you that story. At least this is entertaining. I call I call that uh, the ringleader we were discussing. I call her Bowser. Uh, like uh, Super Mario Brothers. Because uh, sometimes to uh, get to the princess, you have to defeat the final boss. 
that's kind of where it's because like what what'll happen is like when like a say a single girl straight girl or whatever you know comes in um they like i said vultures you know and they're kind of like snatch them oh sit at our table or whatever so whether or not they're even <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah, lesbians or yeah. not like and so like uh so my friends will be like oh like you know i want to talk to that girl but like obviously like she's been She's been abducted. Sucked into a Venus flytrap, essentially, right? <laughs> and so, uh, and I'm like, so I was like, well, you should go defeat Bowser. And people were like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, you got to beat Bowser to get to fucking Princess Peach, dude. You'd be all right, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I just wanted to tell you what I've been up to. It's been a minute since I've seen you, so I was like, you know, I figured why not just rant about my fucking debauchery. Lesbian bar brawls. <laughs> <laughs> so what it was. They didn't even fight. You know, you notice that that's like a thing now. Like people will start shit, but like no one really ends anything anymore. Yeah, you know, which I guess legally. I mean, people. Well, the only people that end shit are people with guns. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, people don't really a... fight anymore. They just like if you're losing, they're just gonna go to the truck and pull out a gun. And yeah, shoot it's you. the ultimate equalizer. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, we've talked about it before. Sometimes violence can actually, uh, you know, solve some things or whatever. I mean, it has to solve some shit. Some <laughs> some things are. Like, you can't control things. Sometimes you have to show a little force to get your point across. Force, yeah. I guess force is a better word, right? Not violence. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds better on paper. I mean, it's kind of what's going on in the world now. You look at all that shit. I mean, we've been watching the news. We actually saved this part for the last because we usually open with shit like this, and it just sounds depressing as hell. Yeah, we're trying to to get a little bit more positivity into this shit. You know, we could focus on, like, lesbians fighting each other instead of World War III, ladies and gentlemen. Getting shit blown, <laughs> blown out, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i guess uh we're like pushing the verge of world war three right yeah and uh, like so what has me going with that man is like well i guess all right to back up america we don't have the strongest politics right now <clears throat> by any means right our government is weak yeah and so like we were talking about like pete Buttigieg, like earlier like you know he ran for president or whatever and yeah he obviously like folded out he got you know got a deal or whatever and so now we 2020 was crazy as hell so now we got 2024 coming up like the election for that and the primaries start i guess for texas at least is in march right something like yeah. that yeah and so right now uh, we got i was first up yeah and uh so I, I don't know but so i've been like watching the debates keeping up with it and like dude every single freaking election is like this the closer you get to the presidency man the shittier the candidates become dude and right now like this last debate that i watched was between uh ron desantis and nikki haley Mm -hmm. and it all right it was the biggest piece i'm gonna call it like it is folks it was the biggest piece of shit i've ever seen in my life like i just i wanted to fucking gouge my eyes out like I could barely sit through it. And you know me, man. Like, I, like, will watch this stuff religiously. Yeah. Like, I will sit through it, even if, it, even if it's parties I don't even like. Like, I'll watch, like, stuff for the Democrats. Like, whatever it may be, man. But, like, this was the hardest debate I'd ever sat through the entire time, <laughs> dude. But, so, it was only for the Iowa caucus, right? So, this isn't, like, you know, the n- entire nation or anything like that. And... One thing that I noticed is on the stage, there was only Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, two people I don't really care for, but whatever. Um, So I was kind of like, well, where's Vivek Ranswamy at, right? Because he's still in the race. I was Mm -hmm. like, so why doesn't he have a voice at this debate? And then we started looking into it. And apparently, 
you had to have at least like 10% support, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, you had like to have double-digit supporter. Was... Yeah, and he only had seven, so yeah. he was off the stage or whatever. And then one thing I also noticed, I was like, oh, my absolute favorite person in the world, Chris Christie, <laughs> was not there, <laughs> which I hate Chris Christie. And I guess like a couple days before that, man, like he bowed out. Like he just was like, all right, cool. Like I'm, you know, I'm done. I'm not running anymore. But what was interesting, man, is he had a story about a hot mic and they caught him talking some shit on a hot mic where he just obviously thought he wasn't being recorded or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's really, he actually made valid points. He was, I mean, yeah. it was, I don't know. I wouldn't even consider it talking shit because yeah. he just, he just said stuff that was but obvious. Where it cuts off is what gets me. Like, we, I mean, we have the recording. We're about to play it here now, but uh, where it cuts off is what gets me, man. All right, you want to play it? Yeah, let's go ahead and play it. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV. Spent $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. She's still 20 points behind Trump in the right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And he's, gonna, he's still going to carry out, right? Yes, always. I, t- you know, I talked to De- DeSantis called me, petrified I that I would... He's probably getting out of half of Iowa. God, he cuts off right when it starts to, like, start getting good, Getting good, man. yeah. But I don't know. It. <clears throat> I mean, it was technically a hot mic. I mean, it's not like... I'm not surprised by anything that he said. You know what I mean? He didn't say grab him by the pussy. Did so. you... I mean, did, did you... He said... He thinks DeSantis is going to get out after Iowa. Yes, that, that's think, what I that's what I heard so? and believed he was alluding to. Uh, DeSantis is going to he's, he's, he's going to bow out at some point. Yeah, but I don't think after Iowa, I was the first damn one. Maybe I don't know. I mean, there's no way DeSantis is winning the presidency. I can tell no. you that. There's no way it's not going to happen. Trump's going to get the nomination. I'm not necessarily saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just saying that is what's going to happen. If you just look at the numbers, there's I'm no way you can beat thing. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's such a realistic possibility that they're literally trying to take him off of ballots in states. And the Democrats, they're not even doing anything, yeah. which in itself is like, if you don't, if that doesn't set off red flags for you, no. like, what the fuck? And then like, I don't know. I don't know, man, but... What got me, so, like, Chris Christie's, like, talking on this shit. Essentially, he was just talking about how much money they've spent. And they mm-hmm. just keep pumping money into, like, advertisements and all this other stuff. And essentially, he was just like, hey, you're, you're, none of you are qualified. Well, he's really talking about Nikki Haley for the most part, but like, yeah. basically, you're not qualified to do this job. And I kind of have a bone to pick with Nikki Haley. Because <clears throat> remember how she got appointed by Trump? And she was all over, like, Trump's dick. Like, oh, my God, like, he's amazing. Like, he's he's everything. Like, he's the best thing since sliced bread for America, right? And he appoints her as the ambassador to the United Nations, right? And she does it, I think, for, like, a year and a half or two years. And then she resigns. She quits. And then she's like, fuck Trump. Like, whatever. I'm done with him, right? But then she thinks she's responsible enough to handle the presidency. Yeah. And so you're going to turn around a couple years later and you're going to run to be president of the United States. That's not a... I mean, you can quit if you really want. You can resign if you really want to. But, like... Are you fucking with me right now? You yeah, can't like, even be. If an you in- couldn't handle that position, why could you handle this position? Yeah, like if you can't even handle being the ambassador of the United Nations, right? Who the fuck do you think you are to think that you deserve to be in charge of an entire, the strongest military on the face of the planet? 
Like, you'd be a fucking idiot to think that. And then, not to mention, like, she got done with the United Nations, right? And then she went on and became a board member of Boeing, dude. Yeah. And she's been, like, fucking warmongering, all this fucking shit, man, trying to get, the, just lying in their fucking pockets, And man. I heard she was the one that actually loosened the screws on that door that got ripped off the hinges. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> trifling bitch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Every goddamn time, Nikki Haley. But I don't know, man. So I, I just, I don't like her. She, I mean, it, I watched the debate in Iowa, okay? Mm. I don't like Nikki Haley. I don't like, like Ron DeSantis. I wasn't fans of them to begin with. I had more beef with Nikki Haley, right? Because I just don't like quitters. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so like, uh, but after watching it, I lost all respect for both of them. I was like, oh, no, you're just pieces of shit. They're literally getting caught in lies. They're calling each other out on I mean, lies. That's what, that's what they do. That's that's what they're... That's Dude, what I was like, fuck. And then Ron DeSantis wears heels anyways, and that's just, to me, nah, that's not cool. You know? <laughs> it's a power move. Have you heard that conspiracy theory? I thought it was true. I didn't know it was a conspiracy theory. I've heard that. I've heard I thought, like, I thought it was some compelling right. evidence that it's true, but uh, <laughs> apparently why he wears his cowboy boots and they look all weird is he has heel inserts to like raise him up a few inches. And I, I saw something where they were comparing like photos where he's been standing to like next to these other politicians in the past, right? And like you can tell his eyes are at a completely different level, like and a then lower from level. Where he's doing now. And then now he's like head level with him, like you know. So that's like that's some that's some Kim Jong Un type shit. Yeah, he would he yeah. he would do that 100%. stuff. Hundred percent, fucking weirdos. But. I don't know. I'm still kind of holding out for Vivek Ranswamy to some degree. I'm kind of hoping he becomes a vice president, though, because that, I do. That's what I want. Yeah, I think that would be good, man. I want Trump and Vivek. Tag, tag, yeah. team in, tag team in the world. God, dude, that would be so <laughs> wild. That'd be see, hilarious. Man. Yeah, dude. Trump just saying crazy mm. shit. Vivek just like learning and like adapting and strategizing. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> All while still doing fucking Eminem cover songs and shit. Yeah, man. dude. Like, but did you see the clip where he told the the uh, the journalist from, or the anchor, I guess, uh, from CNN to uh, fuck off? Yeah, the guy that was crying about it. Yeah, yeah. Shit was ridiculous. Fuck it, let's go let's ahead and just play the clip. clip. Yeah. See that on that last debate stage to a bunch of Republicans that are shaking in their boots. These are the things you're not supposed to say in the Republican Party even today. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> At a certain point. Everybody goes apeshit. Yeah. Van Jones at CNN. So yeah, I guess like uh, old Van Jones at CNN was talking some shit or whatever, and he was. I, I saw the the clip yeah. or whatever of it. It was ridiculous. Basically, just liberal left wing bullshit. Whenever they hear something they don't like, they're like, "Oh, I'm so scared." This is gonna be the next dictator. Oh my yeah. god, he's gonna overthrow the government. <laughs> what? You know? Yeah. That that's, that's also why I think it'd be really funny. Like if Trump got on the ticket, and then VR was like his VP. I could definitely see that because I don't think Trump. There's no way he would ever choose Nikki Haley because she quit. Well, no, she, she quit on him before. Well, she's talk been shit. shitting on him the whole time too. And then DeSantis has been talking shit too. Yeah, he so, does. Like he, he. I, I think you saw that too. But Trump stated he was like, "I like Vivek." Yeah, he was like, "I like him." Yeah. So, which is like, and Vivek likes Trump too. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Vivek was like standing up for him and shit. He yeah. was like. I like he was talking about like when they were taking him off the ballots in like Colorado and Maine. He was like, "This is unconstitutional." Oh yeah, like, he was like, "I will remove myself and yeah. I would ask my 
like so or whatever Nikki Haley and all them like, other motherfuckers running, like running mates not, not running mates but like whatever the hell they're called yeah. <laughs> people he's running against yeah. you know like fuck I can't even think about it but uh yeah you know basically just to like bow out to man like be like hey like none of us agree to even have like an election like if you're gonna mm-hmm. do this shit you know but whatever I don't know I mean they reversed the shit in Colorado or whatnot and have they reversed it in Maine at all do you I know? don't know I haven't even looked into it again like it's I, just depressing I think it's just bullshit I, I feel like they're if it got denied in Colorado yeah. it's gonna get denied in Maine they're gonna put him back on there well fuck it Whatever. I mean, to go back to World War Three, I guess fucking uh, whoever becomes president gets to inherit a potential massive shit show, dude. Holy fuck, man. All this shit that's been happening in the news in the last like couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. So many new <clears throat> conflicts are like popping up, dude. Like... <laughs> God damn, I don't even know where to start, man. I feel like we need a, just a bingo card of just random countries <laughs> and just mark them off. Like, I thought uh, about getting like a, a map of like the world to put behind us, and then we just have like red, like colored yeah, yarn. String. Yeah, dude. Of like who's attacked who and like where it's going and all yeah. that sort of shit. Because it's almost impossible to keep up with all this shit, man. You know, I mean, all right. Well, fuck. All right. I don't even know because there's. <laughs> There's multiple countries. I don't know which one to start with. Do you, all right, you want to start with Yemen or you want to start with Taiwan? Let's do Taiwan. It's you want to do Taiwan? Bit, it's a little okay. more simple. Okay, cool. Um, so Taiwan, for those of you who didn't know, uh, this past weekend had a presidential election. And they're smart. They do it on Saturdays. Uh, I don't know why we can't, you know, do shit like that or whatever. You know, people are off work. <laughs> yeah, you know, or just make it a federal holiday where everyone's guaranteed that right. Like, yeah. no shit, everything closes. But, eh, whatever. We keep certain people out from voting. But my conspiracy theory, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Why? <coughs> Hardworking Americans? Yeah, they, 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 just, they just truly don't want, like, yeah. The people with the nine to five. Yeah. The polls close at five. Because yeah, you don't matter. Like, what do you, I mean, what do you have to offer? Nothing. Like, you pay a little bit in taxes, but, I mean, it's, like, the big shakers and movers and stuff. Yeah, but they know who they're going to vote for. Yeah. That's all they don't want them to vote. Yeah. (laughs) But, but anyway, so, uh, Taiwan, yeah, so they had the presidential election, and uh, I think you might actually know more about this than me, because there was three candidates that could potentially be voted on, right? Yeah, so, basically, the, the one guy that China didn't want to win, he won. Which is good. Which is good, yeah. And he was pro, like... Taiwan's like independence like he's not so much pro Taiwan's independence he he's more on the level of just keeping things as they are now like China like we're China both doesn't, our separate countries yeah like China doesn't control us but yet we're not enemies we're not he doesn't yeah. want any conflict behind this so like, like us in Canada I mean China I guess. Like, why can't we just get along, you know? Like, we're just like, hey, we're neighbors. they got Trudeau's stupid ass. You know what I mean? For the most part, we all get along with Canada. We're like active war with them or whatever. Yeah, but, okay. All right, fuck it. Bad example. Canada's not active. I wasn't picking Mexico, amigo. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But whatever. (laughs) Fuck it. Like, start a whole other debate and shit, you know? Uh, But, yeah, so so he wants to keep things, like, neutral, I guess. Yeah, basically, he just wants to keep things as they were. But he wants Taiwan. not happy about it. But he wants Taiwan to continue to be a sovereign nation. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Separate from China. Because whenever the the Democratic Progressive Party is who has controlled Taiwan for the past two terms, so this makes the third consecutive term, which has never happened in Taiwan's history, which is kind of interesting. So the people's, like... I guess the majority, well, yeah, the majority, like, they're 
ideology is kind of like changing where it's more of like let's focus more on us being a sovereign nation completely yeah, they, away they from like, China. They like the way things are now. They yeah. don't want to change. And China's just like being a bitch about it. Basically, China well, China was <laughs> China was literally, they were threatening them before. Like before the election, they were yeah. like, you have a choice to make. You know the right one. You know what, I, you, you, know what you need to do. I read that quote. They, uh, fuck, man. The CCP came out and said the people of Taiwan have a choice between, fuck, what was it? It was a, uh, it was good. It was a choice between peace and war. Yeah. And that's literally they were like so like go and they get they released that statement like the day before the election. <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck, dude. And so the, the top, so yeah. when you told me this dude won, I was like, well, I guess they chose violence. Fuck, yeah, the dude. Taiwanese, the Taiwanese people were like, nah, fuck you guys. We're, yeah. we're sticking. Which I respect, man. Guns. Considering yeah, how small man. their island is and shit, dude. Like, I don't know why we have such a high allegiance to. I mean, because have you seen? Do you know how many things say "Made in Taiwan" when you flip on the back? <laughs> yeah, but I shit, mean, dude. Come on, brother. Like, you know, I'm sure we could find somewhere else. But, I mean, I, I just don't get it because it's such a small nation. I don't know, man. I mean, but it, I haven't done a lot of research into obvious, the economics and all that stuff behind well, they, it. It's, they, obviously hold, they obviously have something good or China wouldn't want them so bad and we wouldn't back them up so good. What if it's just like eventually we just want to have a base there and be right off China's coast? It's possible. Could be. I mean, it's how we've done it in the past. Like, if we didn't conquer people. But we, we got to have like, a war over there first so we can move in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever tell you about my... Uh, political science teacher who explained the national debt to me no because that's making it in the news right now i mean we got to stay on world war three but this does I mean, kind that of ties in. in yeah because we just hit what like 34 trillion or some shit yeah yeah it's insane and uh, so it's uh it's tying in you know to world war three or whatever and i was taking this uh poli sci class it was a senior level class like a four thousand level class whatever a lot of writing a lot of research reading about like crazy ass shit that happened like a hundred years ago right and so not a, a sane person would not take this class, right? <laughs> and so the professor um, is talking about the national debt. And at this point, like, we hadn't even, like, hit $30 trillion, right? And he was talking about, like, other countries that have bonds that they own on us. Like, China, for example, owns trillions of dollars in, like, U.S. bonds. So they own some of our debt. They don't control all of it. Like, there's a common misconception that they actually control all of it. It's yeah, not true. Yeah. But they do have a good, good chunk of it, right? And... You know, he was kind of going over some economic stuff. And then I remember just, like, raising my hand and being, like, seeing how he laid it out, that it was inevitable. There's there's, there's no way you could pay it back. No, never. Like, it's impossible. The int- and that was the, back then, even. The interest is climbing faster than what you can pay down the principal. Like, you're fucked. And uh, I was like, so I was like, so what, like, what's the end goal? Here? Like, what's the end result? And he was like, well got two options learn chinese <laughs> yeah, yeah. learn chinese <laughs> and, 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 god damn it and get an airbnb fucking japan i don't know. Like, you know but he was like one either we abolish the united states dollar and create a whole new currency which isn't a good idea no because it would make it all completely worthless like we would there would be a moment of like transitioning where like we would tell citizens hey go to the bank you're gonna get a one-to-one like exchange or whatever the fuck it may be but the problem is is it discredits us with the rest of the world (laughs) so like our entire credit base system just goes out the window and then our value of everything just it would be like what was that south american country that swapped over to bitcoin was it Venezuela? No, it wasn't Venezuela. It well, was, Venezuela is like all fucked up. There's Argentina. I don't. Well, one, oh. a, a few years back, one of them swapped over to Bitcoin and like just their economy just went it to just crashed. Yeah. <laughs> like it just went to shit. And so the teacher was like, the, "He said the second option, which is the most realistic one, which is what will probably happen." He said, "Is you go to war." 
And I was like, what? And everyone got quiet. Because this was a very talkative class. We would have debates because there was a lot of like, hardcore liberals, hardcore conservatives, a lot of fucking people in the middle and shit. You know what I mean? Like pro-lifers, pro-abortion, like whatever, you know? And so it was a very mixed, you know, bag of nuts in that, <coughs> sorry, in that, in that room, in that class. And um, he was like, you go to war. And I was like, what are you talking about? And it, so at this point, like basically I'm like, fuck everyone else in class. Me and this dude are talking, right? And he was like, yeah. He was like, um, if we go to war with China, if we lose, it's not our problem anymore. But if we win, the debt they hold over us gets abolished. It's resolved. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck, dude. And you could hear a fucking pin drop in that class. And he said, so now, he's like, I want y'all to go and look and see which countries hold, like, like what countries are the top countries that hold the most U.S. debt. He's like, because in the next, like, 50 years, we'll be at war with at least one of them. And I was like, God damn it, brother. <laughs> but anyway, going back to World War III, he's like talking about, so uh, Taiwan elected a new president that China did not want. And that's just going to make things interesting because China also recently gave a statement a few months back. Uh, they actually told this to Biden. It was uh, Xi Jinping actually told this to Biden over like uh, when he came and visited his little Washington. vacation yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, when they fucking somehow miraculously cleaned up the entire city. Yep. Uh, what, what do we say? I guess when your boss comes in, you got to you got to clean everything up. But um, freaking, oh, where was I going with that? Uh, damn, I lost my train of thought, dude. Got distracted by that little side thing. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Xi Jinping like told Biden, apparently, like uh, the reunification of Taiwan and China is a historical inevitability. Basically, it's just like, I'm going to come take that shit eventually. And like, so you're, you're going to be like, okay with that. So they were, they were banking on this election going their way. Yeah. So yeah. now that it didn't go their way... They're either going to sit on their hands for a little bit longer or just get pissed off right now and start doing shit. Yeah, tensions are going to get, like, high as hell, dude. Be like, so. just add that to the list. Come on. <laughs> but I don't know, man. So we'll see. Another – you want to move on to another country or we'll keep talking about Taiwan no, and China? I'm done with Taiwan. All right. Get them out of here. We got All something right. else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to jump straight into Yemen, uh, the shit in South Africa, or do you want to talk about Sweden? Uh, let's touch Sweden and then the okay. rest of it ties yeah, Sweden doesn't have a lot. Like, there's really yeah. not anything crazy, <clears throat> crazy going on. Uh, so, Finland recently just became uh, a member of NATO, right? Not mm -hmm. too long ago. Now, the problem is, is like, there's territories that border between Finland that border up against Russia, right? Yeah. Boom. Now it's another NATO fucking ally right on Putin's just ass. Right on Russia, yeah. So, Sweden currently is not a member of NATO, but they were following suit with Finland, right? Because once the shit in Ukraine started off, all these Scandinavian countries started getting a little... Any Basically, any country that bordered Russia started getting a little fucking worried, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, um... So Sweden has started, um, this is a while back, but they started the process of becoming a member of NATO. Now they're only about one or two steps away from achieving that at this moment. Um, but... Putin is like fucking pissed, dude. And uh, like he's made like statements about it and shit. And I believe that he said, uh, talking specifically about Finland, Finland's the one that really pissed him off. Oh, yeah, because Finland is right there. Yeah. And he, uh, he said that, I think he said, if relationships deteriorate, you will be the first to be punished. Makes sense. And I was closest. like, fuck, dude. So anyway, in Sweden, because now they want to be members of NATO because, you know, 
they don't want to be left out on, the, on their own or whatever, fending for themselves, because it's looking like superpowers are about to go at it. Yeah, so it's kind of time to start drawing lines in the sand and pick your sides. Well, who's fucking, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's literally like the allies and the axes of, uh, axes of evil, like during World War II, man. You know? Uh, but, freaking, <clears throat> so, Sweden's <laughs> Minister of Defense, right? Which is like, basically second from, what is it? Is it their, fuck, is it their prime minister yeah you got a king i don't know whatever anyway extremely high level in government basically the the dude who is in charge of their military right gave a fucking press release right and he told every single swedish citizen to prepare for war with russia that they are basically saying that like it is a very high probability that at some point them fucking ruskies are going to come knocking yeah they're saying like we're going to join NATO, and then we're going to have to fight, so get prepared. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so now, like, people are freaking out like they did in America during COVID. Because that shit didn't really happen so much, like, in Western Europe. But, like, in America during COVID, everyone remembers grocery stores were insane. Everyone was buying shit off the shelf. You couldn't buy toilet paper to save your life. Yeah, which <laughs> what still are, makes no sense. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, whatever fucking sense that makes, you know what I mean? Like, But I got soup and ramen noodles. That's what I was worried about. Like, canned <laughs> food, you know what I mean? Shit's going to last forever, yeah, you know? But perishable. Uh, <laughs> You know, but uh, but yeah, so that's happening in Sweden right now. So they're they're kind of freaking out. They're kind of worried, and the fact that someone that high level in their government made that statement publicly tells me that they are actually probably pretty fucking worried about that, man. Yeah. So to alert their people like that is a, I don't know. I bet they. I mean, I, I guess it's better than just blindside and we'd be like, oh, "Hey guys, shit. everything's gonna be cool. Russia's on the way. <laughs> We're gonna join this group." Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like you know. You have 30 minutes to hide, you know. So, I don't know. So, we've already covered China, Taiwan, uh, this stuff. We just covered Sweden. Uh, in the Yemen. We got South Africa and we got Yemen left, man. So, these are just new conflicts. So, this shit in, like, Israel and Gaza is still happening. Shit in the fucking Ukraine is still happening. The, yeah, the which the... It's, Niger is on the fucking tipping point of, like, becoming again. a failed state. You know what I mean? Like... It's now... It's like... <laughs> it's been about 100 days since the initial attack on Gaza. Yeah. So damn, it's it's already been that long. Yeah. Fuck, this is gonna stretch out for a minute, dude. That's all, the thing. Dude, like all this shit in the Middle East lasts fucking years, man. Well, that's like we were talking about like World War Two, man. Like people think that it just like kicked off overnight. Like no, no, no. It took years, and it was like a shit ton of multiple conflicts happening simultaneously, man. Yeah. And it's just like dominoes being stacked, dude. And then it just takes one right catalyst at the right moment, and it brings in a superpower. And once that happens, you're fucked. You're fucked. Like, it's just, it's over, man. I mean, somebody's going to win, but you know what I mean? Like, ever, either everyone's going to be speaking American, or American. <laughs> it just slipped right out. Everyone's going to be speaking English, or we're all going to be speaking fucking Russian in a fucking decade. You know I mean, what I mean? We ain't going to be speaking shit. We're just going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fucking, Jesus Christ, dude. You know, so, I don't know, man, but, um, it's just, it's a fucking nightmare, dude. Like, our, and I see it, and I'm like, fuck. And, like, what has me concerned is, like, is we grew up, like, after, like, 9-11, like, all that stuff, man. Like, we were in the military. Like, we've been to a lot of these Middle Eastern countries and stuff. And been to active combat zones. And, dude, like, never did I ever hear, ever hear people, like, being like, World War Three is right around the corner. Like, how much have you heard that coming up in the media, man? Everyone's daily. just like, <laughs> yeah, daily. There's, like, World War Three, World War Three, World War Three, And it's just like fuck dude like do you want this like is this what you want or is it just like is that how like fucking 
sketchy things are right now, dude. I mean, things are sketchy. We we like we can't we can't sit on our hands. We have to do something. Yeah. Uh, although I don't agree with most of the conflicts we're in, I feel like we oh. should just stay out of them until we're personally attacked. But okay, that's I, how it should I, be. I do have to justify the airstrikes in Yemen. Okay, so you want to go ahead and just jump on Yemen? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, right. <laughs> and we'll save South Africa for last, I guess. Right? Yeah, because they kind of That's the most that. recent thing to back that up, anyway. Yeah. So Yemen, what a great place to vacation this time of year. It used to be <laughs> used to be a good place to go. Actually, really? yeah, it was like it was actually a decent vacation spot because oh, yeah. they were a very well off country, and it was like a good place of a good vacation. But no shit. Not anymore. Have you been there? No. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking about telling a story about a, a friend of mine. His wife went on a missionary trip there, and her experience was not what you described at all. I mean, we... Do you want to hear it? Like, I mean, it's quick. Right. She went on a missionary trip, and then basically she was like, you know, preaching to people and stuff like that. And so she did like uh, some humanitarian work for the prisons because they have really rough prisons over there. Because I believe, if I remember right, they still practice Sharia law. And stuff, so they treat their women like shit. So there was a woman that so why was. Why would she go over there? Well, I don't know. Whatever. It, you know what? Mission, <laughs> so, trips, yeah. And so there was a woman over there that she talked to and like helped out in the prison um, to give like new clothing, you know, women's sanitary stuff, every, mm-hmm. everything you need, right? Uh, and the woman was serving a life sentence because she got raped. Jeez. Yeah. But it's a great place to vacation, guys. Yeah, if you're a dude. <laughs> God, fuck that shithole. Anyway, so, all right, let's shit on Yemen, man. All right, let's get into it. It's justified. What, the, the, the women going to prison? Sharia no, law dude, shit? Or the shitting air, on the, Yemen. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you talking about? So the, <laughs> the, fuck, the Houthi rebels, they've been attacking, like, ships out in the Red Sea. They've been holding up trade routes, which yeah. them doing that, like, that is, the Red Sea, that's 15% of the world's trade yeah. routes by water. I saw a guy break that down, just how much commerce travels through there, and I was like, oh Insane. my god, dude. Yeah. And it it breaks down to such a narrow little passage. I know, it's dude. easy for them to be screwing around with people yeah, out dude. there. And so, like, the Houthi rebels, man, uh, from what I read, you know, back me up, like, if I'm wrong, call me out. But from what I read, like, basically, they're just, like, a rogue militant group that is backed by Iran. Yes. Just like Hezbollah. Uh, Hezbollah, yeah, that's what I'm going to fuck up their name. But, uh, yeah, but so Houthi rebels, man, it's just another proxy war, and they've attacked just three ships. They're I think, terrorists. Oh, it's a terrorist yeah. organization. And they've attacked three ships over a four-month period, correct? Something they've like done that. a lot more than that, but they've done they've. These are the most recent. Yeah, they've issues. attacked ships, and these some of these were U.S. like ships. They're like doing company they're, ships. Yeah. They're doing Somali pirate shit on a higher level, basically. Yeah. Like whenever that shit was going on. Yeah. And so, so we had to. We eventually, we had like what. He said like 73 airstrikes from I think, the U.S. and the U.K. I think it was like 73 or 76. So the United States, excuse me, the United States like very quickly formed a coalition between uh, the United Kingdom and us, obviously. And uh, sorry, I got to take a sip of water with us. But it wasn't quickly enough. <laughs> but it, they did it quick. They actually invited France, and France said no. Yeah, what a fucking surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, Thanks for nothing, France. <laughs> and so... Uh, <coughs> Sorry. And, and, um, so anyway, uh, so they had a coalition, and they just, like, bombed the shit out of them, man. Because they hit a fucking U.S. vessel. And basically, we were like, nah, fuck you. You're not going to keep doing this shit. So it was a... 
everyone was blown out, like, talking about these attacks. Like, we were just going to, like, fucking just slaughter a bunch of people. Which just brings up what you want to talk about. Now, we did do 70-plus airstrikes, right? Yeah. But I believe, based on the information that we have, that it was more of a show of force than anything. Like, they already know what we have. Why do we have to prove anything to them? Like, a show of force? Do they fucking forget we have what we have? I mean, we do tests, like, we do that shit every damn day. Like, every year we were in Afghanistan for 20 fucking years. I don't know. But yet, so 20, uh, 73 airstrikes, we only managed to kill five of these people that they say. They say five, five, five five Houthis died and six of them were injured. So out of all that time, resources, money, weaponry, all that shit wasted on fucking five bodies. Tens of millions of dollars wasted, dude. Because, oh my God. That's ridiculous, man. We should be aiming, like, and we, if we have all this technology, which we do, we know where they are. Why are we? Yeah. Why are, are we just purposely missing them? Like, what the fuck are we shooting at I out don't there, know, man? It's uh, and that like, I don't fucking know, man. But like, what I did see, dude, after that was like the citizens of Yemen like getting together and like, yeah, let's, let's the entire country protested. Let's the pop States. that on real quick. It let's, was like typical death to America. Yeah, shit, let's dude. let's see what they're up to. <laughs> just pop that on. Yeah. That's Death to America, by the way. Uh. And I read that it was millions of people. I mean, look at that crowd, man. That's like... That is a lot of people. They got, like, Palestinian flags, like, you know, fucking waved and shit, dude. And I don't know whatever flag that had an AK on it. I don't know what (laughs) else was on there, but... I don't know, man. So you're telling me that why couldn't we airstrike this? <laughs> I mean, we take, take out, out like two hundred thousand people at a time. Like yeah. that would that I mean that's a show of force if you ask me. Like <laughs> take out a sixteenth of their population or something. We, we still got international laws, right? No one else follows them. Do we deem them unfit? But yeah, man, it's just fucking wild, man. That's crazy. No. That's a lot of fucking people, man. That's a, a lot, lot. That's a lot of people that hate us. Yeah, and that's a lot of like people that can be radicalized, like from that. Like that's creating like, God, almost like a terrorist state, man. Like I mean, I mean those, those, I don't know exactly what all they're saying, but they look pretty radicalized to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've been bombing Yemen for years. I mean, we were bombing them back underneath the fucking Obama administration, dude. But like, it fe- it just feels like anytime we actually do anything, like we just half-ass it. Like now, imagine imagine if we were to bomb yeah. that, for instance. Now, between two thousand two and two thousand eight, like we uh, were pretty fucking productive, <laughs> like or proactive yeah. on that shit. You but know, that's because we had the American yeah. people. They they had our back. Like we, yeah. they were they were they were like, do something about this. Whereas now, anytime anybody's hurt, if it's not us, yeah. then they're like, oh, those people didn't deserve to die. This is genocide. This is bullshit. Well, sometimes you got to do shit to defend yourself and protect yourself and protect your yeah. own fucking family and your own country. Yeah, dude. You know, you want to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs, right? Yeah. But, you know, you know, it's just, it comes down to, like, the fact is, like, you have to be able to defend your sovereign nation, so your homeland, and your interests. So, like, you know, if you got a shit, man, that, I mean, that's your, prop, that's your property, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody starts fucking with that, you got to take those motherfuckers out, dude. Now... The fact that we have like 70 plus fucking airstrikes and only killed five fucking people and injured six makes me wonder, like, <laughs> there's no way, I know for a fact we're not that comp- <clears throat> incompetent, 
Exactly. So it makes me fucking wonder, man. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. It kind of so makes me scratch. why are we wasting our resources? I don't know. I mean, the shit's already bought and paid for. Yeah, so. but we could use it on that. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's plenty of people there. They they were asking for it. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so, I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot, if we were having our New Year's thing and they had bombs, you know goddamn well they'd be bombing our yeah. shit if they had the ability to. Damn, dude. So how many... <sighs> This is just so many like countries getting involved and like doing shit right now. God damn it, dude! Fuck. Do you want to keep shitting on fucking uh, Yemen or you want to move on to South Africa? Let's do Africa. Yeah. Okay. So, so South uh, Africa, they're they're pissed about this situation. Well, it was the Israel Gaza shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, did they comment on the Yemen shit or was it just the Israel Gaza? It came shit? out after the Yemen shit, but I think I think the Yemen kind of like. They use that in their argument. Like, now I want to have an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> so. they're, they're mad. They're basically calling genocide on the Palestinian people, and they're mad at Israel. Is it vice versa, or is it on the... Pa- no. no, they were calling genocide on Israel, like saying Israel was committing, like, yeah, they war are. crimes. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, yeah. So, did I hear that backwards? I don't think so, but... Ah, whatever. (laughs) But, yeah, so essentially, like, South Africa has just basically stood up and been, like, calling for Israel to be, like, brought up in front of the United Nations on, like, war crimes, essentially, right? So, which means, like, now they're not doing any military shit, but it's just one more fucking thing, one more dividing line in the sand, and that, man, that's how it works, man. That's how coalitions form. Like, that's... that's Oh, it's new allegiances, man. Mm -hmm. Like... I don't know, dude. Like, I remember, like, when I was in the military, dude, like, I went to, like, a briefing, and they were, like, I won't say where, when, or what it was about exactly, right? Um, but there was a map of NATO, and they were, like, here's our, here's NATO. And so they were all, like, blue, right? And then it flashed. It was, like, so here's the ones we know we can trust. And then it was, like, like another a map. Small of, amount of <laughs> Small amount of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I was, like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? And then I sat in the room, and, you know, they talked about some other stuff. But anyway, we won't go into all that. But, uh, but yeah, man. So, I don't know, man. Like, if World War Three is really on the horizon, it's it's going to be – it's just going to be interesting to see the world get shaped like that, dude. Like, reshaped in that just catastrophic, radical way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's then, like, uh, you, you think <clears> – you would think that – humans as a whole would have learned but they, we don't ever learn yeah we just repeat the same mistakes over and over like history like they always say history repeats itself yeah same shit and i was watching some political shit the other day i can't remember who said it uh damn i'm getting tired uh, i can't remember who said it if it was hillary clinton nikki haley um, i don't know it could have been anybody i don't say i've been watching a lot of shit <laughs> uh so they said uh when a dictator says they're gonna do something you better believe them because the thing is, is like in democracies like America, right? Um, these politicians, they'll they'll just pander to whatever, like the popular opinion, just because they need votes and they want to stay in and they want to have that power, right? Dictators don't have to worry about that. So they get to do what they want. Yes. So if they're and like, they don't they don't have like a board or someone to like they have no one to answer to what they're trying to do yeah. or anything else. So it's just like I'm going to do this. Yeah. And so Putin apparently made the comment. Uh, they were, they were quoting Putin, and he talks about how he was going to take Crimea, then he was going to take all of Ukraine, and once he was done with fucking Ukraine, he was moving to the Balkans and then to Poland. Yep. 
Yeah, I saw that. And they were like, hey, like you, I think it might have been actually Nikki Haley during that debate, actually, now that I think about it. I think I, you're right, because yeah. I saw that shit too. And she was just like, hey, like you need to like believe what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like he has no reason to lie. And, and like, again, if you back him into a corner, he has nothing to lose and he doesn't care about anything. He will do whatever it takes to make <laughs> sure he is a winner. <laughs> Dude. And, like, and then you start talking about like Poland being a NATO country, then like, what is it, Article 5? Like, the, like we're literally like by international law, like obligated to like to fucking support them, them right? Yeah, or yeah. by NATO law, I guess. But um, so I don't know, man. It just seems it's, it's it's a dicey. Things are moving, things are going, man. And unfortunately, right now, I don't feel like America is as strong as it once was, man. Could we? Could be. There's potential. Could be if we were fucking blind and in the Nile, but we're not, so yeah. (laughs) And it's just interesting, too, that all this is happening during an election year. Yeah, kind of makes you wonder. I know we've always said that, like, voting is important. I think we actually, you made the joke about it, but, like, this time it really fucking matters, like, who you vote for, dude. (laughs) So, but I don't know, you know, like, we'll see, man. Fuck, I don't know. So stay positive, people, because (laughs) together we can do this. (laughs) 